0: This is the Sweet Byte So Sandra podcast. SEMrush, I can't say enough about this particular platform. It's an all-in-one tool suite for improving online visibility and discovering marketing insights. So SEO, content marketing, competitor research, PPC, and social media marketing, you can get that all in just one platform. So I encourage you to visit my show notes and unlock free access. No, I didn't stutter, free access to backlink analytics now. You're listening to Sweet Bites with Sandra with your host, Dr. Sandra colta Follow on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at Dr. Sandra Colton Medici. You can listen to the podcast live on Fireside and learn about upcoming course announcements, coaching programs, working one-on-one with Sandra, and new template releases by visiting collegeofstyle.com. Join Sandra on TikTok, Pinterest, and Twitter at College of Style today. Hi, I'm Sandra, and I'd like to invite you to subscribe and listen to my new podcast, Sweet Bites with Sandra. Satisfy your entrepreneurial sweet tooth in each episode full of digital business tips, inspiring interviews, asides from my entertainment career and rewards to celebrate your sweet success. Find Sweet Bites with Sandra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on episode 56 of the Sweet Bites of Standard podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sandra Medici. I'm so excited about my guest today because Michelle J. Raymond is the co-author of Business Gold, and we are going to be talking about LinkedIn business pages. Yes, honeys, we are getting in, and it has already gone number one globally. Yes, go check Amazon and stay tuned for the episode. College of Style is ready with a great shopping experience for you this holiday season. And better yet, to say thank you for shopping my store, use the discount code HELLO15 to get 15% off of your first order. Visit shopcollegeofstyle.com and type in HELLO15 at checkout. And then tag me on socials and let me know how you like your purchase. Google for Creators just launched and they are supercharging their resources for creators. So if you are a creator, I would head over to their website. It is at creators.google. My name is Dr. Sandra Colton Medici and I am joined today by Michelle J. Raymond. And I don't know if you like the J in there, but I'm going to just say it.
1: I do. And you know why? Because I have such a common name that if you jump onto LinkedIn, there's so many Michelle Raymond. So I had to add the J so people could find me. So handy tip, if you have a common name, add in an initial on LinkedIn because it'll make it easier for people to find you. Yes.
0: Well, it reminds me of Brian Austin Green. Michelle is an expert on LinkedIn business pages. Now, if you don't have a LinkedIn business page and you have a LinkedIn profile and are a business owner, then this is the podcast episode for you. (laughs) because Exactly. Because she is an expert and I should say best selling author because I just went on to oh. Amazon. Her book, it's called Business Gold, and it is it has a little flag on it that says number one new release on there. So congratulations.
1: I know, and it's done that globally because no one else has written a book on the topic. And we just realized that, you know, everyone ha- knows that business pages exist and then they haven't been able to use them because LinkedIn doesn't do a great job of actually teaching people how to use them. So we've now filled that gap and it's just been amazing success But yeah, to hit bestseller, like I, I won't get sick of that. So feel free to sh- say that a few times, right?
0: Right. Well, so I'm looking at it right now on the screen. So I just want to give people a little bit of a synopsis of what it is mm. that business gold and you do a perfect job of incorporating the LinkedIn logo into the word business, which I was like, I'm- that is fantastic branding. Business Gold was actually written by yourself, Michelle J. Raymond and Linair Johnston. And just to give you the little synopsis that's on Amazon to give you a little taste cuz she's not giving away everything today. Business Gold explains how you can take advantage to promote your brand, generate leads and gain the edge over your competition. So, when you think about business pages, you kind of explain it kind of like a mini website. If you don't already have a website for your brand or your business, LinkedIn's giving it to you
1: for free, right? Absolutely. For free. Like this is the craziness complete with even like a YouTube channel for yourself on that page. So the video tab is one of my favorite features that gets so underrated and overlooked, but Literally, if you're just starting out a solopreneur, you don't want to think $5,000 into getting a new website or more. You can just start creating content on LinkedIn and it's free. Like it literally will take you... 15 minutes to half an hour to set one up. Like There is no reason not to have one, but there are lots of reasons once you've got it up and running why it can help you grow your business. So yeah, exactly. that's why we wrote it. Uh, Well, so
0: you have your own business. And so, I and I went through your LinkedIn bio because I was like, okay, so what, what exactly drew you to being this expert in LinkedIn business pages specifically? It
1: was a of an accident. I kind of fell into it. I've been using LinkedIn for around eight years. And the reason that I did it, very common story, is that I just got a new job using LinkedIn, which is why most people jump onto the platform in the first place. I turn up at the new job and I say to them, and I have a sales background, right? So I turn up at my new job and they say, here's your customer list, here's your phone, here's your car, now go and sell. And I said, yeah, no worries. It was a new industry. You know, I've been doing sales for a long time, used to being self-sufficient. But I said, So what do we do? Like, where are the products? And they said, Michelle, there's 10,000 products. Like, you know, just go. And I said, but how do our customers find out? And they're like, that's your job. And I'm like, okay, let me do the maths here. 10,000 products, around 80 clients, I think I had at the time, spread around Australia. So Australia's the same size as the US. So you can imagine, like the math just doesn't add up. Sydney traffic thrown in, no chance. And so I said, but what about the website? And they said, no. Nope. And I said, okay, I'll go old school. Show me a catalog. I can, I can work with that. And they said, by the time we update it, we'd have to start again. And I said, but how does anyone know? And we're talking eight years ago. For a company that turned over a billion dollars a year, we're not talking like a small family business. that was spread over different countries. And I was like, okay. And I said, well, where's the marketing team? No, don't have one, Michelle, that's your job. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be interesting. So what happened was I realized that I could create content on LinkedIn for free. That was the proviso, it had to be for free. And so I went, okay, maybe I could post around some of the ingredients. So I come from the cosmetics industry. So I used to sell the ingredients that go into make hair care and skincare. So I thought maybe I could post about these ingredients. And then I realized if you just do the same thing every day, it gets pretty boring, right? And then so I built a system of growing good content, how to build an audience. And then I did that as part of my sales jobs. And I got really, really good at it. Then I was working for someone else. And they said to me, I had an incident where I had to quit on the spot. You know, like it was one of those things that it was a moment in life that I was like, I cannot work for this person. And so I quit. The next day I woke up and I went, Oh my God, what have I just done? You know, I just okay, I've got my pride and my integrity in, in place, but like, uh, okay, so I'm gonna set up a business. And that wasn't easy. This isn't like, you know, I didn't have plans to set up a business prior to that moment. And I just, you know, it was COVID. It was winter. It was the worst time of year to be inspired. And essentially, what happened was I went into bounced off the bottom because I I wasn't used to being at home by myself. And this isn't an uncommon story for a lot of people in the last 18 months. But what happened was I went back to doing what I always did. I saw my former industry was trying to use LinkedIn. I reached out to help someone. Thank God, she said, Michelle, where did you learn all this stuff? I wish I could learn from you. The light bulb goes off. I could write a training program. You know, this would be amazing. And so I wrote that. But what happened was I went back to the clients and I said, I've got this amazing training program. You can learn to do what I've done. I've perfected it. Like, you know, you'll just, it'll be so easy. And the business owners just looked at me with this look of desperation of, how the hell do you think we are going to get that done as well? We know we should, but we don't have the resources. And then one of them said, Can't you just do it for us? And I was like, What? You if would pay you me to pay do me, it? Like, right? <laughs> you know, and I'm going to confess, and it's embarrassing now. I didn't even know it was a job, right? It might be showing my age, but, but I didn't That's think how it you it was do it. Job. You create your own thing, right? Yeah. And so I realized that I'd always worked with different business owners. And I'd always sold things. And I just realized that I could help them. And, you know, that's all sales is for me, problem solving and helping people. And this was perfect. So I set up my business to help this one client. I thought, okay, that's fine. You know, I'll have And then I went to the next one. They're like, can't you just do it for us? And that's how the company page management came into play, because it's not against LinkedIn's terms and conditions to outsource page administration. So Mm -hmm. Technically, you're not allowed to do that as an individual. You can't pay someone else to pretend to be you. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but technically it shouldn't. And so I was like, okay, it's in the rules. It's just like I get to be part of their team. I get to sell. And so it was winner. And then I looked around LinkedIn because I'm a salesperson, I did a bit of an analysis, and I realized no one was talking about company pages or helping people with them yet I had all of these companies desperate for help and wanting to get started. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna let you all fight over profiles and fight over individuals and I'm going to go and play over here and as it turns out at the same time LinkedIn has been making so much money from paid advertising strategies which you need a company page to be able to run paid ads on LinkedIn it was like one of those perfect storms everything lined up and then I've just sat around learning everything I can this year so yeah it's been man it's been the craziest year of my life but I love it
0: (laughs) yes well that I mean it's It is crazy, but it is also so creative of you. And and it, it reminds me of what I actually just posted on LinkedIn today. I said, LinkedIn, like, hey, LinkedIn, do I need a resume in the metaverse? Just asking for everyone, right? Because that's the kind of thing people are going to start to look at is what new jobs are going to be created by the creators to administer all of this new back leg, you know, work that has to be done to amplify your message on whatever new platform that's going to happen, mm. right? And so when I saw your book come out, I was like, what? Because I had asked mm. you a question before on LinkedIn about mm. company pages. And some some of company pages have kind of these like umbrella pages and then like yep. sub pages. And I think that's what we were talking about was like, do I need the sub page depending on like, if you are a, let's say you're a Nike and you have like this big umbrella Nike page, but then you have like women's wear and then you have tennis or something you know so i'm sure that that gets really complicated or maybe you're like like the makeup industry like maybe you have a huge brand but you have all these sub brands you know little ones underneath so i feel like it could i we could talk about it all day but when you thought about writing a book that's a whole other animal how did you think about the co-authoring and you know Bring it about.
1: I'm going to tell you, it wasn't my idea. So Lanair gets a hundred percent of the credit for this. So she's written another book previous to that called Linkability, which is four strategies for getting the most out of LinkedIn on personal side and on profile. So she'd written that last year and I was aware of it. Now her and I, we weren't friends. I knew cause we kind of circled, she's in New Zealand, so she's close to me, but I was starting out in my business and I didn't want to connect with other trainers because I thought Oh my God, they'll think I'm trying to steal their clients or something or copying them. And so I I went out of my way to not connect with any of these people. How it all came about, which is a really cool story. So, and it's the power of LinkedIn on a global scale. At the start of the year, when I first started talking about company pages, no one else was. And they thought I was this crazy lady, which I'm kind of okay with that. I like to be the odd one out sometimes. And so I was like, no, you just watch what happens in this year. I know I'm right. I, I've done my analysis. I know what's going on here. And so what happened was, I wrote some comments. So there's a guy called Mikal, and he's in Vienna. And I was commenting on some company page posts that he was anti company pages. And I was like, hey, have you thought about this, this, and this? So watching this was um, a guy called Vitech who is sitting in Dubai, and he had a podcast. And he saw those comments and invited me on his podcast. So I jump onto his podcast, and we talk about you know LinkedIn company pages. Listening in the audience was Lanera New Zealand. She goes, "I've been thinking about a book about company pages. This girl knows her stuff. I don't really know them so well. I just know that there needs to be a book." And I, you know, she knew that. So she reached out, we set up a Zoom call, and this is no word of a lie. Within 15 minutes of that call, she says, I've got something strange to ask you. And I was like, Oh, okay. I'm a, I was a bit like, Oh, wow, I'm talking to Lanier, you know? Like, and she said, Would you like to write a book with me on company pages? And I was like, What? In my head, I'm doing the, Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, doing the happy dance, just going, What is going on? And then on the flip side, I'm going, holy dooly, like, how am I going to, I don't know how to write a book, you know, like, so I'm trying to be cool, but at the same time, just going, wow. And so, you know, this is about six months ago. So it took us about six months to write the book, do the research. And it was an amazing experience. And, you know, I'm really proud of what we put together because it doesn't have the fluff. It's not a long book intentionally. You know, it was something like people are busy. They don't have, and it's not exactly an exciting topic. Like I might love company pages, but no, it's a fairly limited audience that you know when you have family get togethers or friends, it's like, oh, you know, snooze fest. <laughs> so, um, but business owners need to have it running because if you Google your business name, chances are that it's LinkedIn um, is going to show up the first few results on the first page, and people pay a lot of money for that spot. But with LinkedIn, it's a trusted platform. You're on first page top few results just by having a company page. So yeah, there's lots of upside. So thank God she asked me. Thank God I said yes. And um it's just been incredible.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know what it's like to write a book. So that's why I'm like, how and why and did you sleep? And you know, all of that stuff. It's it's a whole different beast, and so when you think about it, putting that out there, I think even in the the you know description is like world's first book on LinkedIn company pages, and it's like why why has it not been done before? Why do you think
1: traditionally company pages really sucked, and I say that with love because they were just they've had a bit of an evolution so originally when company pages were set up it was for the hr team so that they could recruit new and you know new employees you know and so it was all focused around functionality for attracting top talent and it still serves that purpose but then along came the marketing team and they said hang on a minute we should be using this to generate leads so they then took control of company pages And then they started to really read like ads for the most part. And nobody likes ads. I mean, hence why Netflix and Amazon and all that is so popular, right? We hate ads. And then so what happens is along comes the sales team, you know, in the last few years and says we should be using it to, you know, for social selling. So all of a sudden you've got three different parties all with a vested interest trying to get the most out of company pages. Now, I think they've had a content problem. And like I said, they've been too polished, too corporate and too much like an ad. And people are like, yeah, combine that with the fact you don't get as much reach as what you do on your personal profile. On my personal profile, or most people have, probably 10 times, maybe more connections on their personal profile and you get further reach. So they're like, why would we invest our time on a company page when our personal profile goes further? And that's something that needs to be considered as part of an overall strategy based on your goals. And they will never get the same amount of reach. Like that is as simple as it is. I don't ever sit here and say, ignore your personal branding. I say, add company branding and personal branding and get the synergies between the two. So that's where the magic is. It's not one in place of the other, which is often what people are like, Michelle, how can you justify this? Like, I'm not asking you to take away, I'm asking you to add this in. So, yeah, it's it's been an interesting journey for 12 months, that's for sure. If
0: you're looking to refresh your website, look no further than Squarespace. My personal website is currently on Squarespace. If you visit sandracultamodici.com, you'll see it there, and I absolutely love it. Squarespace empowers millions of people from individuals and local artists to entrepreneurs, shaping the world's most iconic businesses to share their stories and create. An impactful, stylish, and easy to manage online presence, and now they offer Squarespace scheduling. So check out the link in my show notes to learn more. Yeah, well, and so I've grown my LinkedIn page from, I think it was at 1,200 to over 6,000. You have like over 7,000 followers, and or and yeah. or connections. I'm not sure which one it yeah. is at this point. But yeah. when yeah. you think yeah. about that, it's I, I look at the other. flip flip side of the coin in that you may not get a lot of reach, but I look at the media companies like New York Times, Washington Post, you know, Mm -hmm. all of these other companies, they have lots of followers. So as a company page, it's possible if you are producing the content people want to consume. Right?
1: And if you have a look, Netflix has like 8 million followers on LinkedIn. You know, and you think, why would they need 8 million followers on LinkedIn? Like, what has Netflix got to gain? Well, we go back to it's about the HR solutions. They want to attract the very best talent, and it's a professional platform, and that's where that talent is. So it makes sense. And, you know, there's all kinds of other companies in that similar vein that are doing just as well. And I look at it and go, look, even though you don't have the same numbers, It's a concentrate. So I know anyone that follows Good Trading Co. has an interest in company pages, like because that's all I talk about. But if they come to my personal profile, oh, I love talking about purposes and causes that I'm interested in. I like sparking conversations to create thought leadership. I, I probably go a little off topic a bit more on my personal branding because you know, because I can, you know, like I work my butt off on LinkedIn, so sometimes there are things I indulge myself, you know, to be able to share because I've got a platform. And then on my company page, though, I kind of stick on topic. That's the main kind of difference between the two. But I know the 1,200, 1,300 people that are following um, me on my company page, they're interested. And so it's, I guess, going fishing where the fish are is what I often say. So I know that that 1,200, 1,300 people on my company page, I know that they're of interest. So I nurture those through my personal branding. You know, it's not just collect them. It's also nurture them. That's the important part. We don't just collect people for the sake of it.
0: I, I hear you. And I know that there are so many people who... I think maybe the way that I did when I first started focusing on LinkedIn is that it's really hard to connect with people. Right. And part of that process is difficult because people set it and forget it, right? People get yeah. onto LinkedIn and they're like, yeah, I got my profile. Maybe I'll use it when I need to look for a job. And then they don't check their messages. They don't, you know, it's yeah. kind of that like leftover hanging thing over there. And I'm kind of constantly telling people, No, you need to get on LinkedIn. Like, like you need to get over here. And the reason is because the people who are serious about business are on LinkedIn. The people who, uh, and not that you're not serious if you're on a Facebook or an Instagram or a TikTok, but if you're trying to connect business to business that's where it's at
1: absolutely and we've got nearly 800 million people on the platform like it is growing like crazy so this isn't a platform it's stood the test of time you know it's over nearly 21 years old i think linkedin turns next year so it's just crazy it's been there the whole time and it's getting better and i've really enjoyed the changes that have happened in the last 80 months it's a much more collaborative community space and a lot more human in there. I think COVID changed the world and LinkedIn adapted and people went searching, you know, working from home is lonely. I don't know about anyone else, but for me, I was like, what is going on? I was ma- I went from managing 30 people, running a whole business to overnight being at home by myself, like first time ever. And I was like, whoa, what is going on here? And I'm so grateful for the people that I met on LinkedIn, they've just They were my godsend, you know, that got me through that. And now I have this amazing network of supporters that refer business to me from all over the world. And I do the same for them. And I just think, how amazing is it? That i can sit here in sydney like my last client was in the czech republic and i just think like how am i doing business with someone in the czech republic i've got a client that's sitting in israel i've got one in la like they are literally and my plan is to tick off all the countries that linkedin's in there's 200 of them i'm up to about 17 but you know how amazing is that you know without travel the opportunity for businesses when they get it right and they invest the time And when I say time, you have to be patient with a company page. It won't pay you back for about six to nine months minimum. So you have to do the right things. I wish it was the same as when people talk about going to the gym. I wish you could go once and, you know, just watch the weight drop off on the scales as you went, but it doesn't happen, right? But then one day you turn around and you're like, man, where's it all gone? Someone says, you know, I noticed that. And so that's what happens with company pages as well. They set yourself six to nine months minimum, 12 months, you'll start to see it. And that's if you do good practices, which we outline in business goal to make it really easy. You don't have to guess. You just grab a copy. We outline it so that we can save people time and really get those returns as fast as possible.
0: One question that I have as someone who has a personal brand and also a company, but the company is an extension of my personal brand. How do you find the company page to reflect different content, or should you, should you be like, like I have a personal LinkedIn and I share a lot of stuff on there. And then I share a lot of stuff on my company page. When people have a personal brand, let's say they're a YouTuber and they are the brand. And so they start a company page. What should be the difference?
1: Look, the line is really blurred now, which is why I love them, you know, because I I think what once upon a time people were like, no, that belongs on your personal branding and that belongs on your company branding. They're quite like black and white around it. Um, And I love now that that area is like the gray area. So a lot more human to human kind of content works really well. And so I, similar to me, like, you know, I am my business, you know, I've got business partners and, you know, I subcontract things out, but for the most part, I am my business. But when you come on to Good Trading Co, then it's actually... My business has its own personality. There are things that are important as a business owner that I want people to understand. Things like working globally. Does anyone really care if Michelle J. Raymond works globally? No, but they probably would when they're looking at my business and go, oh, okay, I can work with her. So things like that, my company does have its own personality and things that it stands for. But at the same time, there's not a big difference because at the end of the day, if I meet someone, I got to make sure that the two align because otherwise it's going to be, you said this, I met you. Uh, yeah, these two don't line up. That's the worst thing you could ever do. So I talk about your digital twin. LinkedIn should be your twin. It's not your LinkedIn version of you, which is why I think a lot of people don't want to post content. And cause they think, what, what should I write on LinkedIn? And I'm like, no, 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 we're not creating a LinkedIn version of you just be you on LinkedIn. And that's a, a it dis- just, Distinction that a lot of people fail to make. And then they're they're so busy trying to be a LinkedIn version of themselves. It's draining. They avoid it and they give up because I mean, who wants to do that? So just be you.
0: I see that a lot. I see exactly what you're saying. And I think I went through a little bit of that too, in that, do I filter what I'm going to say? Like like, yeah. is that gonna like hinder me down the road if I'm, if I'm mm-hmm. applying for a job and somebody goes back through my feed to see what I've yeah. said. So it's that like filtered version of you online, except for on LinkedIn, it kind of could cost you a job, right? And so a yeah. lot of people will hesitate to post that one thing that they've been wanting to say. And I almost feel like right now is the perfect time to do it. Like do that thing that you were so hesitant of before because people will get it now. People will be like, you know what? That's a great resignation happening right now. And people are fed up and people don't want to, you know, deal with all of the rigmarole of HRs and all of the, you know, all of that stuff. And if you just say what you mean, you might attract the right company for
1: you, right? Absolutely. You know, it's that being authentic and your personal brand is just you. The more that you can attract opportunities be it business or like a career opportunity either way you want it to align with your own personal values so if someone sees you being you and that resonates with them and they offer you a job, then you're off to a pretty good start. And I think people would hang around for a lot longer in like new jobs if they were to connect on that basis. I think the whole artificial interview, putting your best self forward and here's my references. I don't know if you guys do that, where you do checks, where you call on people, I give you three names, go and check with them. And of course, they tell you I'm awesome. Like, why would I give you their name if they wouldn't? Like, You'd be surprised
0: is how many people give people's names and they just have the horrible <laughs>
1: references, but... Yeah, but you know what I mean? And so, you know, but you can see over time, like, sure, there might be one post that you do. And like I said, I, I, I from time to time, will do something that I indulge myself because I'm like, you know what? I give and give and give on this platform. And sometimes I just want to stand on my soapbox or I want to promote a cause that's important to me. I want to highlight it because I have a voice. I have, like you know, like 7,000 connections. I want them to be aware of something that's important to me. And so I will do that. And I think when you look at LinkedIn over a long period of time, your brand isn't just one post, it'll be the culmination of your banner, your profile picture, your headline, your about section, all of those things add up as well as your content. So, um, you know, people will be looking at recommendations, for instance, you know, they will go through and have a look and say, yeah, OK, I've got the whole picture before they reach out. This is the thing that I say to people about company pages. Even if you're not getting likes and comments, do not make the assumption that people aren't checking out your page, because what happens is we're, we all do our research. Like when was the last time you booked a holiday or a restaurant without checking someone else's reviews? Like we trust complete strangers reviews more than trusting ourselves and just going it's like oh that person that i've never met gave it a five-star review okay it must be good like that's just crazy right like if you think about that's how we're trained now like TripAdvisor, yelp you know google reviews all of those things exist because we do our research i don't tell you i'm doing my research i just either make that business decision and that's what happens just as much on linkedin we do our stalking we do our research and then we make the decision to reach out. And the stats are around 70 to 80% of the buying decision these days is done before people reach out to salespeople. So my background in sales completely changed. Over 15 years, at the beginning, you were the subject expert. You knew more than everyone because no one could jump onto Google and get an answer in five seconds or half a second. And so what happens is over time, access to information is so easy, high quality answers, Jump on Google, got an answer. I do all of that. By the time I reach out to the business or the salesperson, I pretty much just want like a price or I've got a few questions about how I pay or things along, you know, like logistics. I've already made my decision. And so this is what you've got to be aware of and why company pages are important so that when those buyers are doing their research, you can actually give them something to find about your company. So otherwise you'll just miss out. The opportunities will go to those who are digitally visible, you know, that's just life. If you
0: need a getaway, I am always a fan of my hometown of Las Vegas. So click the link in my show notes to find amazing offers, great deals from Vegas.com right now. Tell people what exactly you can help them with. Are you specifically training individuals inside of organizations to create and manage their own company pages? Or are you also going in to manage company pages for different brands?
1: I do a bit of both. So I can do LinkedIn training across the board. So, um, and my LinkedIn training is all about making sure that people get the most out of the whole platform. So creating, you know, especially cause a lot of small businesses that I like to work with, um, you know, they don't have resources to go, oh, we'll do this, this way and that that way. They need to understand how to get the most out of company pages and their LinkedIn profiles. So my training covers off both of those things. I like to talk about the training to, so that you understand why you're doing stuff so when i'm not there you can adjust what you're doing rather than just like you said set and forget and just expect it all to happen by magic like that's never going to work so from that i then also do audits and strategies for people because quite often They've got the knowledge, but don't really know how it will work for their business. So that's where I come and help them out. And I also do company page management for some businesses that don't have the resources to handle it themselves. And some people just want like a an accountability partner or a mentor, so they... Book in an hour and we have a chat and we get clear about where they're going to go for the next period of time so just a sounding board that's got the experience to point businesses and i especially love small businesses that and medium businesses that are starting out you know i i I just have a thing for i think it makes the biggest difference and you can see how much that that can really have an impact Uh, whereas you know if you've got large businesses that have teams of 30 budgets of unlimited to spend on ads and whatever else I don't know. I don't see that as fun. So I want someone that I I don't care what industry it is, but I want them to want to be the best in their industry. And so they're looking for an edge. They're looking to do something that their competitors aren't. They're the kind of businesses that I love working with. Those that are like, yeah, I don't know how to do this, but I acknowledge I need to have it for my business.
0: Yes. And I think that it is very important to just acknowledge one aspect of small business, which is If you don't have a company page and you list your business as who you're working for, you have that little blank thing next to your name or next to the the title that doesn't connect to an actual page. So it is really important, even if you haven't done it yet, you can still do it, which is make the company page so that when you click on that button that says who you work for, it goes somewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. absolutely. At the very bare minimum, we always say to people, just get rid of those little gray ghost buildings. They, they remove trust, they put a barrier, they actually destroy your credibility realistically, because it's like, you're not a real business. A real business would have a logo. The only way you can do that is to set up the company page. Now with those company pages, again, if you just jump onto LinkedIn, I call it the work waffle. It's up near your photo on your actual profile. If you click on that, go down to the bottom, create a page, it will take you 15 minutes. There's really no reason not to do this. And LinkedIn does a reasonable job of stepping you through that process. So from that perspective, just go and get it done and then go back into your work experience section on your personal profile and add it in there. So add that new company name and then that way your profile just looks a million dollars and you get your credibility back on your personal brand just as much. So it's about making sure the company helps you build your personal brand and you use your personal brand to build the company. And that's you know where my strategies kind of revolve around.
0: Exactly. And I have seen you gone li- going live a lot. So yes. where, where can people find you? Because you're doing weekly lives, right?
1: I am. I am. I love lives. And so I, you know, I'm also part of the Small Business Advisory Council to LinkedIn Pages team. So the product team that designs LinkedIn for company pages, I do some work and consult with those guys so that I get to feedback on features. Now, in my conversations and research, not just with that, but with other things that I do, there's two things on company pages which are going to be big. And that is LinkedIn Lives and also LinkedIn articles. Now you would never imagine that articles would be big. So well thought out original thought leadership for company pages. So long form articles that you put some time in, not those like dodgy ones that you put onto your website for SEO purpose, like the real ones where you share your business knowledge that you've collated from your employees, from you about where you see the industry is heading. So LinkedIn lives are one of my favorite tools Been practicing, trying to get better at them because they're not for everybody. They, they, they certainly take a level of Oh my god there's so many buttons and you know what can go wrong does go wrong like oh my god the amazon deliveries with dogs going off that happens people are working from home you've got pets you've got children, you've got all kinds of stuff. But I think that is the way of the future on LinkedIn, because you get this personal connection, like we've got going on now that I love words, I love writing, but there is nothing that replaces this kind of interaction where you get to see people, you get to hear my voice, how I talk, how all those kind of things that we're all looking for. Yes, that's my kind of person, you know, and so it really, for businesses to be able to connect with people without traveling. So, you know, we've been in lockdown for a good, portion of the last 12, 18 months, we haven't left the house. So how do you connect with people if you can't even get out of the house? Um, And so this is why lives have become an important part of my business and will be into the next year as I hope to get a little bit better and keep improving on them because uh, yeah, LinkedIn have basically they're pushing them because ultimately they are going to be selling you ads to promote those events. I don't do paid ad strategies as part of what I do. But I acknowledge that if you get really good at building your audience and your organic content, then you can pay LinkedIn to send it on a scale that's never possible on your personal profile. And so that's where the magic would come in. And it's not for everybody. Like I'm not saying you have to spend money to be successful, but what I'm saying is if you got really good at it, and you know who your ideal audience is, you know the kind of content that's working, why not send it out at scale? Because you know it works. That's the opportunity down the track. For some businesses, it may be now. There's a you know great guy called AJ Wilcox, who's in the US, and he's the LinkedIn ads guy. He's the person that I would send people to and say, look, if you but you have to understand who your target audience is in detail. And most people can't do that when they're starting out.
0: Exactly. Well, so one last question for you, which I think I let you know I was gonna ask you, what's the one question people ask you, the one challenge that they put forth about being on LinkedIn or starting that company page up and getting traction? Like what do people ask you about the most?
1: Um, I, I would say that they go, why bother with a company page when the personal page, I can get further reach. Like that is the number one argument people want to do business with people not with logos like those kind of you know conversations and again i'm not saying give up what you've been doing with your personal branding um far from it but i'm saying add this in because the people that are going to do business with you are going to not just say i like michelle they want to know if my business is legit so making sure that if they're doing their research you remove those objections they want to know that my business is real i talk about good trading code but like what do they really do the thing that happens is most people give up because you don't get views likes and comments like you do on your personal profile it doesn't feel good it actually makes you want to give up it's it's no fun in the beginning on a company page what happens is it's like those memes that you see where someone's mining for diamonds and they're almost about to crack through the wall. They've done the big tunnel, and they're almost about to crack, and they give up, but the diamonds were just on the other side. That's what happens with company pages. So my advice is, yes, you're not going to get as many likes and comments. Um, One little trick to get around that end your post with a question or start your post with a question that invites people to make comments and get involved. If you don't, most company page content talks at people. And of course they're not going to comment because you've just made a statement. There's no space. So a simple trick is just add a question to the end or the start of the post. And then that way you're asking for those comments, asking for people to get involved in their thoughts. So don't talk at them and very much focus on what is going to make a difference in their world, not what you want to sell, not about how you want to talk about your business, flip it and make sure that it's always talking to the problems you solve for people out there. I mean, that's why businesses exist, because they solve problems for people keep it in that vein and you'll have success but yeah just don't give up too early right (laughs) that's the, (laughs) the advice you will not get likes and comments do not give up too early exactly
0: for michelle j raymond's brand new book um best-selling i should say globally best-selling new book on amazon it's called business gold she just let you know that she is advising linkedin so on pages so i would just grab your copy because it is (laughs) for me it sounds like and i think i read it, it was like 104 pages it seems like a very Brisk read and a very cool Christmas gift. If you are still looking for one for somebody who might be a solopreneur, entrepreneur, someone who's out of business for years and still needs this great add, you know, great addition to their business strategy on how to attract more people, more eyeballs on their business on LinkedIn. So, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast, Michelle. Even lovely. <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you so much. See you on the next one. If you would like to sponsor an episode of Sweet Bites with Sandra, make sure to send an email to info at Include in the subject line, be a sponsor.